Hello, beautiful, and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co, and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, Finding Fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding Fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility but what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family just by being here with me listening to this podcast you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true let's do this together hello beautiful we are back for another IGTV live. I'm getting loads of amazing questions over the DMs and I'm sorry if I haven't gotten back to you. It's um, been a little bit overwhelming, but I'm trying my hardest to connect with everyone. But this one in particular, I think that everyone could relate to. So I wanted to read it out and kind of give my best advice. So depressed, I've been trying to conceive for eight years and I've been told that I have low ovarian reserve. I've had four rounds with the clinic twice I didn't respond well to stem ended up having premature ovarian and they only collected one egg each time they managed to transfer twice but no pregnancy I've always had a bad diet over the years and I still struggle today I'm 39 now and I'm struggling to get motivated as I feel so helpless I lost my job during COVID I lie in bed most days not having the energy to get up I've seen your post and it gives me hope I wish I can get the push being told for years I wouldn't conceive I feel like I've given up and it's all pointless I really feel I wish I wasn't alive if I don't have children so first of all I really want to say that you are valid and important and loved and cherished without children children do not make you whole they bring another aspect into your life but they don't make your life and I really really want to have everyone know that that as much as we want to be mothers, motherhood doesn't define us and we really really need to focus inward on our journey and know that having children no matter which way that happens is the cherry on top of our lives so that's the first thing that I wanted to say to you I think there's a lot of people out there who are dealing with the diagnosis of low ovarian reserve and and maybe low embryo quality after you've done a round of IVF you know that that's kind of the only way you would know I know that was for me that was my story at a young age young-ish age and I truly believe that it's not a representation of whether or not you can get pregnant it's more a representation of your health it's great that you know you have kind of the foresight to know that you don't have the best diet I would say that alongside a bad diet is probably some bad lifestyle habits as well. And this is why I put in the fertility food program, the online course, the number one thing missing from your diet is your mindset. You could literally be told exactly what you need to do. And unless you have a chef or someone coming in to do everything for you, it's a lot of work. 
it is a day-to-day -day struggle and some days you're really good and some days you're not and that's perfectly fine we always say you don't have to be perfect to get pregnant but when you realize that you're dealing with infertility and especially with a really long struggle like this you recognize that you need to do things to improve your situation if you decide to keep on trying now we all have our cutoff points we all have to make those decisions whether or not we are going to keep trying whichever way that looks for us so naturally using IUI, IVF or even adoption you know we all have cutoff points and that is okay too it is okay to say I'm done I'm mentally drained I don't want to do this anymore and for me what I always believed in myself and what I tell my clients is that walking away is one of the best choices that you can make for yourself but walking away with the knowledge that you personally did everything you possibly could makes walking away a little bit easier when I was going through my journey and I was committed to some of these 30-day challenges or for me sometimes I put on three months so before my frozen embryo transfers I went three months like hardcore no alcohol you know sticking to my perfect diet doing my yoga doing my meditation I did it not because it necessarily is gonna end in amazing results because it didn't you know I've had miscarriages I've had failed IVFs but I knew that when everything was said and done I could walk away and feel satisfied in myself that there, oh, I wish I would have gone AIP for those three months, or I wish I would have tried this, or I wish I would have tried that. I literally tried it all. And the reason I feel that I got the results that I did was not because I was perfect during those times, it was I kept going even when I was failing. So I just kept up my personal diet, my personal mindset practice, and my personal belief. And when I finally did get pregnant but miscarried, that gave me like so much hope. Like even though it was incredibly sad, getting to that milestone after six years and failed IVFs was huge. And I think for many people, instead of looking that as like another big fat failure, I looked at that like I succeeded. I finally got pregnant. So another thing that we do in fertility food is we look at small goals. So looking at pregnancy is a huge goal, right? Like that's like winning the gold medal at the Olympics. Like we have to do things before we get to that goal. And if you can list out all of your normal health issues or things that you want to improve in yourself and start watching those when you're working on your diet and your lifestyle, that is going to help you keep going with the diet and lifestyle because it does get rough. It gets really hard sometimes. So in your situation, situation right now, I would say the first step is finding things to get you out of bed. So these can be really simple, superficial things, having showers, you know, if you like doing your hair and your makeup, do it like you're going to the prom, you know, wear your best outfits. I mean, for me during COVID, I started wearing really nice dresses, not like ball gowns, but like nicer dresses that maybe we would reserve for like nights out. And 
some people were like, where are you going? I was like, nowhere, no one's going anywhere, but I need some joy in my life. I love this dress, I haven't put it on in six months and I'm gonna wear it. So really simple things like that can really kind of give you that burst through the day. You definitely need to move your body. So if that's even just getting outside for a long ass walk, you know, there's yoga online that you can be doing. There are simple ways that you can start just moving your body and really get that going. You know, job hunt for a lot of people, this is like a huge, huge issue. Start looking into things that maybe you can do on the side online. Start a Fiverr account if you know, have any kind of computing skills or, you know, copywriting or anything like that. You start an account. Just start applying for random jobs. I think too is like, putting pride aside as well. So depending on like where you were with your job, you know, go, okay, I just need a job. I just want to get out of my house. I want to have a purpose of getting up. And if that's going to work uh, a restaurant or the supermarket or anything, anything to just get you out and get you flowing again and getting that energy back in. Definitely, I saw um, a TikTok of a mother doing DoorDash with her child. And she was just like, I'm so embarrassed that I have to to be doing this right now but I lost my job during COVID and this is the only thing I can do and in the comments was like no don't be embarrassed you are literally you know fighting for your life and for you know your happiness and you're putting you know paying the bills so putting that pride aside and just getting up and just getting out I know the just word sucks because <laughs> it's not just that easy and when you are in a deep depression it can be really really hard also reach out there's a lot Lots of programs online. I personally feel the number one kind of killer right now is depression and that leads into all the bad habits of alcoholism or overeating, all those things. So reaching out, finding the support and help that you need that you can talk to someone not only with infertility but what is going on through life. Now with your diet, yeah, we definitely got to start, right? Just start with one simple thing that you can do for yourself that will improve your diet. All we say, especially in the fertility food program, is start where you're at. You know, we really gear up to help people with autoimmune issues or low ovarian reserve to go to an AIP and autoimmune paleo diet. But if you are not doing any diet and lifestyle changes right now, do not go full AIP. It is a very hard restricted diet. You really have to do what you need to do for yourself and if that's just taking one food that you know is not great for you out of your house as much away from temptation as possible that's where you start and then you slowly build from there you know a little by little a little becomes a lot I did not just jump fully AIP and even if I got the diagnosis of the autoimmune issues right away I would have really struggled. I mean, I struggled going paleo. So it's really about progressing yourself to the next level. I've got a question here. Just COVID is making me hibernate a little too much. Yeah, you know, COVID's real. It's a serious virus, but there's a lot of issues that aren't being addressed because of the situation that we're all in. And coming from someone who knows diet really well, who knows lifestyle really well, it's hard. It's 
really hard because most of our lives have you know, got completely flipped upside down. And especially when you're dealing with infertility, you just feel like that time's been stolen from you as well. These times are super hard for everyone, um, for most most people. Um, I saw a meme the other day that was like, we're all in the same body of water, but we're not in the same boat. Some people are in yachts and some people are in canoes. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I think that sums sums up the situation right now really well. But during infertility, it's hard and you're going to have up days, you're going to have down days. And my best piece of advice is to keep moving. So even if one day all you do is get out of bed and shower and put on your clothes, then you're winning. If the next day you do a little bit more, you're more winning. So you just keep going and going and going. And then if you feel like you get set back and you, you know, you have a day or two back in bed, just keep telling yourself over in your head, All right, it's time to get up. It's time to make this happen for myself. There's lots of things you can do still at your age of 39 to really improve your chances. And just depending on where you are, what your genetics are like, how deep your root cause is, you know, we really want to be focusing on finding the right diet, definitely working on the mental health, healing the gut. There's lots of lots of healing opportunities here. Whether or not you need medical assistance is, you know, to be decided between you and your doctor. But from a holistic side, from things that you can be doing at home right now, there's lots of things you can be doing at home and you just need to find your right support system. And that's why I put in a community in fertility food. I was advised not to do it because it's a lot of work, but I just feel that a community is what's missing for most of us. You know, we can be told all the right things to do, but we just still feel really alone like we're the only ones who have to do this in the whole entire world I know I felt like that during my journey the sad fact of the matter is that there's a lot of us going through the same exact things <laughs> so is there any advice lengthening cycles especially luteal phase yeah, I actually had this question in the community area in Fertility Food just today. It is so important to remember that your hormones are basically controlled by your endocrine system. So up here, all the way to your ovaries and your gut. So it is all about getting healthy, finding the right diet, lowering your stress levels, taking care of as many environmental toxins as you can. And that is a great way to balance your hormones out. I think that is it for me today. So I really hope that I've given this one lovely lady some tips to move forward. And for you guys as well, I really hope that this has helped. Reach out. I love doing these lives and connecting with you guys. And if you are not part of the Fertility Food Program and that's something that you think that's where I want to start, join today. If you sign up to the free opt-in offer, wink wink, there is a little discount for you guys. All right. Well, you guys have a beautiful day and we will see you soon. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.